It's been a very rough week in the Bay Area for hockey fans, like you and I. The Sounds and Sharks have lost the last four games in a row. Only imagine to pick up a point this week. We'll cover all that and much more on Saturday Night Live. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Saturday Bite Live. I'm your host, Aaron James Macias. San Jose Sharks have played 27 games, and they only have 29 points. Is there any reason to be concerned? Logan Couture thinks so. They are currently fourth in the Pacific Division, ninth in the Western Conference. Some of the stats aren't looking too good for Los Tiburones. 82 goals for, 88 goals against. Sounds like Sharks have been out shooting their opponents this year. But it appears as if the competition is lighting the lamp more often. Their away record has fell to 4-7-3 for the year. The last four games, Sounds like Sharks haven't found a way to succeed in regulation. Losing one game in overtime at Buffalo. If you look at the last 10 games, San Jose is 4, 4, and 2. So it's not necessarily that bad. Could it be that in the last few weeks, they've been playing back-to-back? They're doing it again this weekend. Some of the latest Till Talk. We'll shine on some of those problems. Sounds like Mercury News released an article saying that the team is now admitting that there is a problem. Some of the members in the locker room starting to agree with Couture. We'll also talk about how the San Jose Sharks top line compares to the rest of the league. It's going to be a good edition of Saturday Bite Live. course we're going to go into the rink recap the next wave our latest segment called barracuda bite and the shark ages today's feature shark is patrick marlowe kudos to achieving over 1600 nhl games we'll dive deep into the history of patty 
until in the shark ages. So don't go anywhere. Setting the mood for this this past week of just oh man, frustrating hockey to say the least. We'll kick off the first song. The first till tune, if you will. It's gonna be by Cage the Elephant. I think it's a very appropriate track. Let's get back on track. Why don't we, sharks? San Jose's troubles began a week ago when they went to uh, none other than Vegas out in the desert and they were shut out 6-0. to zero. I would say the worst loss of the season was handed to us by second year team 
Vegas Golden Knights. Of course, they are. They are our. <laughs> say that ten times fast. Our newest rival. After what they did to us last postseason. Now this uh, rink recap is going to be kind of short because, as they said in uh, Van Wilder, nobody celebrates a loss. And that's all we have to report for this week of Sharks Hockey. Um, so we'll keep it short and simple. Vegas Golden Knights in game 24 of the season shut us out 6-0, to zero, I just mentioned. We went on to Toronto and visited Paddy Marlowe. Once again, congrats to him for over 1,600 NHL games. We fell to the Maple Leafs 5-3. In Buffalo, we had an opportunity to secure what was looked almost looked like the uh, one of the best comebacks of the season. Sounds like Sharks scored um, two goals late in the third to tie the game against Buffalo, but ultimately fell in overtime. And this very rare occasion of Saturday morning hockey, the Sharks just, man, again, this past few weeks, they've been going back to back. They had a game this morning. They have a game tomorrow as well. But they lost six to two, six to two against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, man, talk about spoiling the homecoming for Eric Carlson. Um, I think the one that really stings is being uh, handed the tally, I believe it was four points in that game from, um, you know what? Nobody celebrates a loss, okay? So kudos to the X-Shark. We won't even mention it, but yeah. Headlights say revenge, but hey, we're gonna keep it positive here on Saturday Bite Live. Or is that even possible? considering the recent results. Uh, before this morning's game, Coach Pete DeBoer finally um, gave his stamp of approval on Eric Carlson, calling him an exceptional teammate. Even though um, a lot of the press coverage on him this season has been suggesting the opposite. Now, Couture, on the other hand, a little bit different opinion. Logan Couture was uh, mentioning not too long ago about how it shouldn't take the team this long to pretty much figure out how to gel, how to flow with the blockbuster edition of Eric Carlson. Some of the teammates are starting to agree. The captain, Joe Pavelski, and I quote, says they need to find a way to stop the bleeding. The coach thinks it's a confidence issue. I don't know if that's just a generic response to, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but they said it's a lack in confidence. Um, hey, Coach DeBoer was at least honorable enough to take some 
some of that criticism and applying it to his performance. But you know the sharks, the sharks um, this this past week it was, it was pretty tough. So to move on to something a little bit more um, more on the plus side, this is an interesting article I came across this week. Talking about how the San Jose Sharks top line compares against the rest of the league. This article was released by the SF Gate. So, Joe Thornton, Evander Kane, and Joe Pavelski. Or is it Logan Couture, Thomas Hurdle, and Timo Meyer? <laughs> Uh, you combine those top lines, you know, any way you want to do it. 27 goals, 66 points is the production that San Jose's top line has put on the ice so far. Um, I believe that's not including this past game. So the stats may be a little bit different, but nonetheless, you get the gist of it. So, with 66 points being produced by our top line, where do the boys, where do they stand with the rest of the league? Well, Washington, Capitals, Alex Ovechkin, Nicholas Backstrom, and Tom Wilson have 30 goals and 68 points. Even though Vegas smashed on us 6-0, we are still outperforming their top line as well. They had a sluggish start, the critics say. So who's at the top of this list? Well, Colorado, Tampa Bay, Boston, Calgary, Buffalo, and Winnipeg. Even Edmonton have all found 70 points or greater. Colorado's top line has produced over 110 points and over 40 goals. You compare that with some of the Sharks' 27 goals and 66 points. Now, this article was um, published yesterday, so do the additions for this morning's game in Ottawa. And you'll see that some of these Sharks are not necessarily, statistically speaking, where they need to be in order to be considered that Stanley Cup contender that everybody has suggested that we are this season. Again, not trying to be negative, but hey, when you have a whole week of hockey games that you lose, well, you kind of put us uh, us hockey fans here in the Bay Area in a position where it's like, hey, man, all I can do is report the facts. <laughs> I am what you call a diehard fan. But I am not a fan that is afraid to tell it how it is. Logan Couture thinks it's a problem. I'm, I'm, I'm a big, big Logan Couture fan. I honestly think that this guy should be captain of the squad. No disrespect to Joe Pavelski. But I just feel 
like that future sharks should be now. Speaking of future sharks, that will be our next segment when we come back from break. We're going to the Barracuda's Bite. But first, the next wave. Joe Thornton is four games away from surpassing Steve Eisenman on the NHL's all-time games played ranking list. I love it. Joe Thornton had a historic season thus far, and I'm sure it will continue, bar that he stays healthy. Uh, Thornton is set to become the 17th all-time games played leader in the NHL next week on Saturday the 8th against the Arizona Coyotes. Vlasic Pickles is still eight tallies away from 300 career NHL points. We gotta, get a, we gotta find a way to get Mark Edward Vlasic on the scoreboard. This week's matchups starting tomorrow at Montreal. Back in town, the boys will be until. Wednesday the 5th, we'll be hosting the Carolina Hurricanes. And then another back-to-back road trip series. Dallas and, as mentioned, Arizona Coyotes on the 7th and 8th. That's Friday and Saturday next week. So the San Jose Sharks haven't been doing too well. The production doesn't seem to be where it needs to be. However... In the past, I think, two months of hockey, they've played about 30 or so games. When you go back-to-back for like a month consecutive, it's going to take its toll. So I have faith in Los Tiburones. Once again, we're still fourth in the Pacific. If the playoffs were to begin today, it wouldn't look too well. But if the playoff race began today, which thank goodness it doesn't, we would be right there and securing the spot in the old system. <laughs> Back when they did the top eight. So what does that mean? That means the Sound of the Sharks needs to improve their play. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Let that be true in Tilltown. We're going to take a quick break listen to another till tune right here on saturday by live you can follow us on twitter at saturday bite don't forget to check out the website saturdaybite.wixsite.com
Welcome to a new segment on Saturday Bite Live. This is the Barracuda Bite. You know, the AHL has been in operation since 1936, and it continues to serve as a top development league for all National Hockey League teams. 87%, actually more than 87% of today's NHL players are American Hockey League graduates. There have been more than 6 million fans to attend AHL games across North America last season. And for that reason alone, if you're a San Jose Sharks fan, you should be checking out the Barracudas. I mentioned it last program. It is the greatest atmosphere for your family. The affordability and the product on the ice are just superb. I love it. <laughs> hey, check this out. The Barracudas are number one in the Pacific Division and fourth in the Western Conference in the AHL. They have played 17 games and they have an 11-3-1 and 2 record. That's 11 wins, 3 losses, an overtime loss, and 2 losses in a shootout. They've earned 25 points. And this past week, they played the Colorado Eagles. They fell in the shootout 4-3. But they also were at home. And in the tank, they beat the Stockton Heat 4-2. I'm digging it. Now... What I really want to do is talk about some of the past San Jose Sharks. Well, not past San Jose Sharks, pardon me. I like to talk about some of the current San Jose Sharks that used to play in the past for the San Jose Barracuda. How about that? Let's start off with the let's start off with the first year of Barracuda existence. Barclay Goudreau played 14 games in the Barracuda sweater Alex Stalock you all remember this guy Chris Turney Melker Carlson the milkman he had 65 games with the Barracuda their first year of existence we had San Jose Sharks players like Kevin LeBanc and Timo Meyer come from this development team and when you well, if you have stars like Timo Meyer the milkman, and straight to LeBanc? Is it really a development squad? These guys are amazing hockey players, and we see that night in and night out until. You know what? I love that goal, that goal uh, sound. <laughs> the goal horn um, for the Barracudas is, is, is an interesting thing, man. I mean, um, and woman, don't mean to discriminate, and, and everything in between. The Barracuda's goal horn is pretty cool, and even more, um, I don't want to call it bizarre, but even more uh, fascinating is the goal celebration. So the goal celebration, um, everyone kind of does this uh, Johnny Bravo dance. <laughs> but you know what? I can't hate. It's pretty cool. Um, like I said in the last podcast, um, I'm pretty sure that's how most of the NHL looked at Los Ciberona fans when the power play Jaws music came on and we started doing the chomp. But yeah, I'm, I'm digging that, that goal horn. 
that goal celebration from the fans, and also the song. A lot of people may not know this, but that song is actually the theme song to WWE Superstar and current SmackDown Women's Champion, if I'm not mistaken, Becky Lynch. Everyone does a fist pump and then everyone does a Johnny Bravo. <laughs> it is really awesome. Um, check out your Barracudas in action tonight. Stockton Heat, you could um, check out the website and try to figure out ways to follow the team. But if you want to see them in person, your next chance will be uh, 7 o'clock at the Tank. That's this Monday, December 3rd, against the San Diego Goals. I might be there, to be honest. But anyways, that was the Barracuda Bite. I hope you guys uh, and, and gals and everyone with your family and your friends take an opportunity to check out the Future Sharks. Welcome back to Saturday Bite Live. This is the Shark Ages. A look back. A history lesson, if you will, and some of the greatest moments in Shark's history. This week in Shark's history. November 25th. 1992, San Jose Shark Tom Pedersen became the first rookie defenseman in NHL history to get points on both a game-tying goal in the final two minutes of regulation and a game-winning goal in overtime for a 4-3 win against the Calgary Flames. November 26, in the year 2003, then-rookie defenseman Christian Erhoff scored his first NHL goal and Patrick Marlowe celebrated his 500th game as a member of Los Tiburones. November 27th of 1996 San Jose's Tony Granado scored his 200th NHL career goal as the Sharks defeated the Chicago Blackhawks at home. November 28, 1999, Marcus Ragnarsson became the second defenseman in Sharks history to score 100 career points. November 29th of 2013, Brent Burns scored his first career hat trick on three shots and even added an apple. He had an assist and a 6-3 victory over the St. Louis Blues. November 30th in the year 2001, 
Mike Ritchie scored shorthanded to give him 200 career goals. Irony, if you will. Today in Sharks history, December 1st, 2009, Danny Heatley faces former team Ottawa Senators for the first time after being traded to San Jose. He picked up two assists and a 5-2 victory at the tank. Funny how history repeats itself. This time at the Sens, Ottawa gets the best of San Jose and spoils Eric Carlson's homecoming in his first game since being traded to the Sharks. I mentioned it earlier, today's signature shark spotlight shines on none other than Patrick Marlowe, former San Jose Man of the Year. Patrick Marlowe was the second overall pick in the first round of the 1997 NHL entry draft by the San Jose Sharks. He played 19 years in Teal for a total of 1,493 games, 508 goals, 574 assists, for a grand total of 1,082 points. In his rookie year, at 18 years old, he played 74 games and registered 32 points. Patrick Marlowe was named captain in 2004, and he donned the C until 2009. Patrick Marlowe was the first captain to lead San Jose to the Western Conference Final. On January 11th in the year 2016, Marlowe played his 500th consecutive game. By the end of the 2015-2016 season, Marlowe had the 15th longest active game streak of all time at 542. Patrick Marlowe in his 18, pardon me, in his 19 years, 18 seasons, you got to remember the lockout uh, in NHL and that lockout. But out of the 18 seasons until on the ice, he only missed 31 games. That means that he had played in every game for nine different seasons. Patrick Marlowe is the Sharks' all-time leader in goals. That's even strength goals, power play goals. He is the all-time leader in points, shots, and games played. He holds the San Jose record in goals at 508 and points at 182. Excuse me, 1,082. As mentioned before. This season, Patrick Marlowe played in his 1,600th game, making him one of 11 players to do this all time in the National Hockey League. Follow us on Twitter at Saturday Bite. We're gonna get the Instagram going soon. We're gonna get them rolling, I promise you. <laughs> you can enjoy us wherever podcasts are played, but I suggest you check us out on anchor.fm. Once again, I am Aaron James Macias. Thank you for joining me for this week's edition 
of Saturday Bite Live.